Welcome to Enduring Wisdom, the podcast companion you didn't know you were searching for. Together, we will practice how to identify and break down barriers standing in the way of our highest expression of authenticity and come out the other side by going through and through. The way out is through. Here is your host, Romeo Jesus Balayan. In continuation of mental health awareness, we will be discussing a few situations that can contribute to depressive thoughts. Our next topic is divorce. When someone tells me that they are getting a divorce, I never know whether to congratulate them or tell them, oh, I'm so sorry. That is when I learned to lean in and get curious as to what their definition of divorce was or what divorce meant to them so that I could better know how to support them. I am a firm believer that the end supplies the beginning. If you can see the end, you can certainly see the beginning. And if you can see the beginning, you can surely understand the end. Plus, all beginnings have endings and all endings have beginnings. I personally believe that divorce in some instances is a necessity. And then, in some instances, it is a tragedy. An example of the necessity for divorce, in my personal opinion, is when two unconscious individuals make the decision to marry. In most of these instances, love is not at the center. God is not at the center. Trust is not at the center. Respect is not at the center. Authenticity is not at the center. Connection is not at the center. Communication is not at the center. And honesty is not at the center. So what remains? What is at the center? Well, from what I have been able to observe through my short 38 years of life, what I have seen at the center of these entanglements is culture, meaning organized marriage or different forms of societal pressure. I've seen parental pressure, parents placing pressure on their children to marry someone, anyone, and just start a family or habit. We see in many societies where people are fantasizing over this life formula, go to school, get a college education, start a career, find a husband and a wife, buy a house, have children, and repeat. It just becomes the norm and people more so choose this expression out of habit than actually taking the time to order the sequence of events within their own lives. Financial and relational stability is pushed onto young adults around the age of 18. And in my opinion, people end up making poor choices because how do you even know who you are at that age or who you will evolve into to make such a lifelong selection and commitment such as marriage? In addition, how do you know who the other person will evolve into to know that this is someone you want to spend the rest of your life with? Neither know what unresolved demons may arise or have a clear understanding yet of their boundaries, character, values, and morals. So any time before, it's almost as if one is just choosing to choose something, anything. I've seen people marry with fear, boldly at the center. Fear of loneliness, fear of abandonment. I've also seen people marry due to lack, scarcity, need, and insufficiency, 
being at the center, not feeling good enough, worthy, or deserving. So they settle for anything. I've seen people marry with the competition against others being at the center, wanting to have what everyone else has, not wanting to be left out or to be the last. I've seen people marry with religious ideology at the center. I've seen people marry with codependency at the center. That's a big one. And to add to all of this, I have seen people stay in dead, broken, harmful, painful, and unfulfilling marriages because many of these motivations or reasoning were the driving forces of the center attempting to hold things together that were inevitably falling apart. From this lens, I believe a divorce is not only a necessity, but appropriate, because most likely, love, agape love, true love, never resided there. Most likely, these marriages were riddled with deception, control, manipulation, and possession, not to mention undeniable pain. You see, many people engage in pain bonding, and they use their pain as a means to connect relate, and stay together. By staying together, they fail to realize that they are destroying each other. And that is not what love, life, peace, or even God wants for them. You cannot go off in the world and be what you are meant to be if you're tied down, chained, and mentally enslaved to a lifeless marriage, an abusive marriage, or a marriage out of convenience and so forth. You are not helping anyone by remaining in that, not yourself or the world around you. And yet, people use God and the Bible to remain in these entanglements that they most likely made from an unconscious state of mind. By that addition, your life ever since has been a subtraction. Because your awareness, your presence, and consciousness was hijacked and burdened by that entanglement. Granted, I believe that entanglement was a necessity to teach you about yourself. But if you refuse to learn nothing from it or wake up to a state of abundant consciousness, you will wither away. And before you know it, much time will have been lost. And yet your emptiness will have continued to linger because you didn't take the appropriate step to free yourself, meaning divorce, a letting go and love of yourself and in love of the other person. An example of divorce being a tragedy is when expectations are too high and no one is allowed to be flawed, imperfect, or even human. Let's say one partner, for example. He or she is growing into his or herself or going through a rather rough period in life and happens to make a mistake, a poor choice, an unconscious choice, or a reactive choice. Maybe he or she cheats, and that is unforgivable to you, and you choose not to work through it, and it leads to divorce. That, my friend, is a tragedy, because that event, judging that it is a one-time event, doesn't sum up your entire relationship. So no need to reduce your entire connection to that moment, event, or occurrence. Sure, even if that event only happened one time, it can create doubt, fear, but it can also teach you to let go and allow people to be who they are and where they want to be. Ultimately, who wants to stay and be with you will. And who wants to leave will as well.
That moment could have been created out of fear or self-sabotaging. You may never know if you don't help facilitate the space to both grow and learn. Sometimes we get so lost in what people do that we never take the time to consider why they do it. Sure, the why may feel like an excuse and doesn't reduce the pain, but for me, the why is always a great indicator. Relationships don't have to be perfect or flawless, and neither do marriages. They just need to make room for each person to be responsible for whatever he or she is dealing with within and also creating. Every situation doesn't require an end or a divorce, but I have seen more people stuck in ego that they were unable to move with love and truly look at the entire situation. To measure the entire history, the ideal version, the fantasy, the fairy tale became more of a priority than the individual they chose at one point in time to move through life with. Life isn't so black and white, and every situation is a case-by-case basis. And again, it is happening for you and not to you. So embrace the lesson or lessons it is here to provide. Many people are scared to make the mistake of forgiving someone who isn't sorry, or ego comes in and then conversations about worth and boundaries hijack the conversation. But oftentimes, they are comparing their personal experience against the ideal experiences others are sharing instead of measuring their situation as an isolated topic and experience. Unique for them and what they are going through. The decision must come from you and you alone, not your friends or because of their experiences. It must come from your reflection of the whole, your personal experience, your testimony, and such. Many people are divorcing because of their friends' reactions to the intimate details in their relationship, and that also is a tragedy. Sometimes mistakes and incidents can bring people closer, together. Have them value each other more, but first, there are things that have to be worked through, and it isn't an overnight process. It takes time and moving through discomfort to get there. Another example is when two people fall in love and allow their family members to tear them apart, ultimately leading them towards a divorce. We have all heard stories of possessive mothers or fathers who don't approve of who their child loves and when the adult child is not strong enough and allows this pressure to sway who he or she chooses to love, That is a huge tragedy. When your parents or family are dead and gone, it is you who will have to live with your choice, the person you choose to create love with. And if your family doesn't respect that choice, then you owe it to yourself to go off and create a new family where you are accepted for who you are and who you choose to love rather than controlled or being controlled. Your parents aren't the ones laying down at night with your partner and bonding and going through hardships. You are. And allowing outside forces, family or not, to dictate who you authentically love is a tragedy. I can't begin to imagine how many genuine loving relationships have been destroyed as a result of toxic family members. Not to mention how many divorces have happened. That again is a tragedy. Last example. There are times where some people met in love and full consciousness and simply grew apart. And I want you to know that that too is okay. 
If the soul has reached completion with another soul, there's no need to force them to stay together just for the sake of being married. Sometimes we allow souls to continue on their journey so that they may meet another soul who is meant to continue the rest of the way. Nothing is lost or diminished. The love is still real, preserved, and forever etched in time as a blessed occurrence that took place for the time that it was allowed to take place. So if you find yourself at the crossroads of a divorce, look at the end and see what information is supplied to you about the beginning. How did you enter this sacred contract in the first place? What signs did you miss or ignore? What is needed to continue or let go? Divorce doesn't mean failure. It might very well mean growth, expansion. So you can forgive your ex-husband. You can forgive your ex-wife. You can let them grow, wish them well, and bless them on the rest of their journey because that is how you will ever come to know or realize if real love ever existed. When you watch the way people treat past significant others when they are no longer a part of their lives, choose not to be or can no longer be, watch to see, are they still loving? Are they still supportive? You see, so many people behave in a way that is abusive towards their exes when they can no longer get anything out of them. It makes you wonder, were those imitations of love simply a facade? When the person was under your power, control, or even manipulation? Everything about the relationship beginning, end, marriage, and divorce is an opportunity for you to look within yourself, for you to learn. If you're divorced or actively divorcing, I acknowledge your pain, but I also congratulate you and welcome this exciting new journey ahead of you, full of so many possibilities and opportunities. You are fine and you will be fine. Just keep moving through until you reach the other side. Don't allow this to harden you or shape you in a way that you no longer recognize the loving being that you still are and always will be, no matter how much hurt you go through. Be soft, remain soft, and continue to expand, remembering everything is working for you. It's happening for you. Nothing is being done to you. My enduring wisdom family, Always, always remember, the only way out is through and through. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Enduring Wisdom Podcast. We hope you end each episode one step closer to your authentic self. This world needs you, the authentic you. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you will, share this message. For more Enduring Wisdom, visit facebook.com slash Enduring Wisdom, on Twitter at Enduring Wisdom underscore, and Instagram at Enduring Wisdom underscore. 